recently two of my clients asked me how do you manage finances with your partner and how to keep them together or separate what is the best way to approach finances as a couple or as a person as a married person or in a domestic relationship um and i thought this was such a great question now of course i'm not a financial advisor so please take this advice with a grain of salt and of course everybody has a different financial situation so please use caution and you know your own research to um, implement these solutions okay so let's get started so let me share with you um oh i forgot to welcome you welcome to voice notes this is praja your host and coach and i'm so excited that you're here so let's talk about this amazing question i love this question i want to answer it in the best way possible and based on what has worked for me and a couple of my clients in the last few years so again as i said this is not my forte this is not my expertise however there are many things that i've done that might help all of you as well so the first thing you want to do with finances is that you know i always say that money mindset is a very big deal in how you manage your money so i always recommend people to focus on their money mindset their money blocks and realizing that your partner may not have the same money blocks as you so this is simply like the sender spender versus saver persona right so maybe you're a saver and maybe they're a spender and that's coming from certain limiting beliefs and mindsets and we have this workshop inside the academy on money mindset so if you're in the academy right now it's in the call recordings and you should check it out um and you'll really enjoy this workshop that we had so i always recommend looking deeper into your own relationship with money and understanding where you stand with it understand your own persona and now try to do a similar exercise with your partner and try to understand what is their persona so for example in our marriage like you know we're both spenders and that's not a good thing right because we're both spenders and we both you know quite quite relaxed about our finances and so what we had to find in our marriage was this okay how are we going to tackle this because we both have this extreme of a personality when it comes to money we our mindset and our relationship with money is pretty similar now if you have one spender one saver it could be a good thing for the family but that can also create resistance right where one person wants to save and one person wants to spend um in our case we didn't have that kind of resistance as much because we both spenders but then we had an issue because that wasn't good for our family because we were uh behind our financial goals So we tried to make it work together where we had a common joint account also for visa purposes we needed a joint account to show the government that we were spending money uh from one account and um so we were kind of in one account and that was creating a lot of stress for both of us and as i said we both have the spender mentality and we both felt guilty when we spent because we were like oh my god we're not working towards our goals at the same time my husband doesn't like to sit and talk about finances we're not very organized in that sector you know he's uh, more of a easy go happy go lucky guy and so even though we try to have some of these conversations we you know tend to not have them on a very regular basis so what i decided to do um, last year when i quit my job because that was a very big financial decision on my end and i knew that including him in those conversations might just create more and more stress for our family so we've decided equally we decided that i'm going to take care of my money and he's going to take care of his money so that i don't pull him into the stresses of the business because a business is a stressful financial situation to be in especially in the early days and i didn't want to explain myself 
every single day about how this money is being earned, how is it spent, how is it managed, like because I was myself struggling with my own money limiting beliefs. So I asked him for space and I asked him that, hey, like I'm working through a lot of stuff here, including trying to, you know, scale this business up. Um, what I need from you is allowing me the freedom to manage my own money. I promise all the bills will be paid and I promise everything will be taken care of from my end, whatever my contributions are and stuff like that. And I'll let you know if I need more support. But at this time, I don't feel ready to mix the finances and like talk about it on a daily basis because it's just too much pressure. Now, we share that kind of friendship that we were okay with it and he didn't mind. Um, and again, his whole thing was, look, if things are too difficult, please, you know, talk to me and tell me what I can do. Um, but just, you know, keep me in the loop of where you're at and what we need. So there are no surprises. And I said, yeah, same goes to you. And so we separated the finances. And then we have what we've started doing was we separated the finances. He pays half the bills. I pay half the bills. And then we also decided that you know, when we're out and about, we're going to just keep a track of what we're spending because we were not tracking our spending before so well. So we decided to like start tracking our spending together where we just know, hey, you know, we spent $300 this weekend. Um, you know, maybe we should cut back on this. So maybe we should cut back on that. Money is still sort of separate, but, um, you know, it's very easy to have that conversation now where we're not judging each other, we're not looking at each other's accounts, so it's easier for us to do whatever we want, but at the same time have that common conversation about the house, cho- you know, the house-related expenses. Uh, also, now we have, you know, some big expenses with the house, we, we split them. So we say, okay, you get the boiler fixed and I'm going to get the roof cleaned, you know, or whatever. So that is also a very beneficial approach to split some of those bigger expenses but it's a very um i would say at this point it's not a very organized structure or method and it's more of a communication thing so i would suggest now going back to the suggestions right i owe you some suggestions here how you can do it too um but i think the first thing you want to do is understand your money mindset and avatars for each other number two what you want to do is understand like the cadence you want to have like what kind of communication level you want to have for each other uh, for the business or for the for the money do you want to talk all the time do you want to talk once in a while about money Um, i always suggest that couples set up these money dates that help you talk about money you can put it on your calendar you can organize it in your house you can go to a nice place and do it Uh, whatever feels right to you and the level of conversation finally what are the things you're going to talk about this is also important right like in our case we're not talking a lot about um, we're, we're talking high level right so we're not talking oh where did you spend 50 dollars last week right like we're talking high level stuff like where are we with our investments where are we with our taxes where are we with our savings where are we with our debt so we're just talking about these big big items and we're just going from there right and even on the business side i give him an update every quarter saying here's how much money business made things of that nature so it's very like high level conversation so you guys have to decide amongst yourself what kind of conversation because some partners might discuss every single expense then you need to meet every week and you want to go over an excel sheet or your accounts and simply discuss every single item but if you're like us you may want to just discuss the high level items like how much money do we have for this oh this big expense is coming how we could tackle that da 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 all right so again i think structure communication 
and expectation, right? So finally, the expectation. I think if both partners are earning, then I feel like you own your money. And I think a big part of feeling independent and confident is to control your money. Okay, like it's to have some handle over the dollars that you earn and not give it to somebody else completely okay and and having that ownership that oh this is my money and i control it and i manage it and i you know i'm responsible with it and i'm learning about it and i think as women this is important to have some control over it and it's the same for men like they shouldn't give all control to you and then not have any money for them either so i feel like there should be some sort of separation where your 401k where your personal savings you know are in a way that you know where they are and how to grow them and then there is a family fund, right? Like there's one place for the family where family can do whatever they want. And this has worked really well for me because when, because even in the beginning when we managed our finances, even when we had joint accounts, I mean, we had a joint account, things like that, I still had a personal savings account, a personal checkings account because I wanted to keep my own money. And that was the money I used to start my podcast. That's the money I start, used to get my first coach, start my business, all that good stuff. So if you can separate some part of your money, at least if not all, and if you can control certain expenses, including your long-term investments, then you're gonna feel more confident. And it's, it's not wrong, right? Like you should be able to advocate to your husband about this um, confidently, right? Like it's not bad. It's not like you're saying I'm breaking the family or anything. You're just saying, look, I would like to be more in control of this, right? Like I would like to have a little bit more freedom in this area. And I would like to, again, learn and grow um, in this space without, you know, just giving all my, you know, without, with, without feeling like you're responsible for everything. Let me help. Let me support. Let me, you know, let me have some independence over this. And I think most of the husbands would be very happy with it, right? So um, just make sure that you're always solution-oriented in these conversations. Never use the words you versus I. Uh, always say we. Uh, it'll help us. It'll help, you know, my mental health. It'll help my independence. But it's not nothing against you. It's just literally for me. So learning how to advocate for yourself, very, very important. There are a lot of women who don't take control of their finances and then, God forbid, something goes wrong and they don't even know how much money they actually have. And you really need to know all of that, okay? So continue to advocate for yourself and your money and 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 find a way, right? Like you guys are doing this at your work already. You work with multiple teams to find a solution. You run big projects, big product developments. Why not find a way, right, to create a healthy solution that works for your family and do it in collaboration with the, the biggest stakeholder of your life and of your family, and that is your husband. I promise you, if you guys can manage this and maneuver this conversation with ease, um, it'll bring you guys closer as a couple as well. So I hope this episode helps you. If you have any more questions, let me know. As I said, I'm not an expert at this topic. I'm still navigating. We're only married for five years. So I'm not like the expert at it either, but these are things that have worked for us. I hope they work for you too.